Welcome to Paddling Adventures Radio, episode 219 for April 16th, 2020. This week we're talking about the Ontario Backcountry Canoe Symposium. It is happening, but it's happening online. We're talking about who influenced us to get out into the outdoors and who keeps inspiring us to get out there. And in the end, we'll be talking about what positives can we take from everything that's going on in the world today with this COVID-19 virus. There's got to be some positives out there and we'll check in to see exactly what we can think of that's positive from this whole thing. So stay with us and we'll be right back with the show right after these messages. Hi, this is Derek Sprest. You're listening to Paddling Adventures Radio. If you like what you've been hearing, you can find out more by checking us out at paddlingadventuresradio.com as well as on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter. You can find all of our episodes on iTunes, Google Play, and the episode page for our website, where all our podcasts are available for download or streaming. We love to hear from our listeners, so if you have a suggestion for the show or want to let us know how we're doing, please drop us a line. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. This portion of the show is brought to you by Algonquin Outfitters. Algonquin Outfitters, providing quality Algonquin Park backcountry adventures for the entire family since 1961. Whether you want to get on the water for a day or a week, the friendly staff at Algonquin Outfitters can help you out. Find them online at algonquinoutfitters.com or visit one of their 12 locations. Algonquin Outfitters, your outdoor adventure store, with locations in Algonquin Park, Muskoka, and Halliburton. Welcome to the show. I'm Sean Rowley, and with me is Derek Specht. Hello. And with us is John Van Berger. Hey guys. How's it going, John? Going well. How about you? Not too shabby. Derek, how's your week? Fantastic. It's busy as usual. Or busier than usual, I should say. What do you mean, busier? Well, I'm mostly working from home, so uh, it's uh, <laughs> it's more work on my part. I'm a supervisor, and there's a lot more crap that I have to put up with. <laughs> Sounds like a you problem, buddy. <laughs> it is a me problem. <laughs> you want the big money, you got to deal with the problems. I know, I know. If you were like sl- a slacker like John and I. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, sh- you should be more like us, Derek. Yeah, Derek. Or living be. in cardboard boxes. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm just happy that I'm still working and, and getting a paycheck week to week, so. Yeah, that is that is a bonus. That is a huge bonus, right? My wife is currently out of work, so uh, she's uh, and and <laughs> I don't want to get into it, but uh, it's 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 a pain in the butt. Oh yeah, I mean we're we're all still working here, so you know, knock on wood. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're we're actually I can't remember if I told you guys this last week or not, but we got this big massive 3D printer at work, and we are oh, yeah. printing face shields. And donating them to local hospitals. We're doing the same thing. That's very cool. Yeah, it's this multi-million dollar machine. Then we're printing these little face shields, and <laughs> off they go, sort of thing. So that's cool. That's cool that we can help out in some sort of way, anyway. Yeah, three D printer, hey. Yeah. Do you get any time on that normally? No. <laughs> no. You want to do little Sean and Derek action figures? <laughs> I was thinking that's exactly my first thought was a Sean and Derek action figure, but I was also thinking like you know like a a three D uh, like a canoe or a kayak or or whatever, right? Uh, how big a how big of a vessel can you 
print on that thing. <laughs> you would have to print it in pieces. Uh, and but then put them together. We, yeah, yeah. And you know what? It's, I don't think it would work as a canoe or a kayak or anything like that. I think it's too, it'd be too thin. Yeah. Um, we did a life-size Deadpool in it, though. No. <laughs> you can walk into this thing. That's awesome. Yeah. So we could wow. do life-size Sean and Derek. <laughs> I want that. Oh, could you imagine I'll, that? We, I'll, we could I'll post stick it. it in my cubicle at work and go on vacation. No, I'm just thinking like wow. next year, whenever we, we do the show circuit next year for we go to canoe copia or we go to the uh, canoe symposiums and stuff we'll just put them out front welcome does it does it print in color <laughs> no. or do you have to paint it afterwards you gotta so paint it's it afterwards like a, so basically it comes out as like a yellow or a green white. plastic thing and yeah a white plastic thing yeah hmm yeah i did not know this we could make you green if you wanted uh, i'm, I'm purple i i'm i have so many ideas <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> none of them <laughs> yeah. can be said on the air. <laughs> you you could uh, you could you could print a paddle. Yeah, right? but it wouldn't be a sturdy. You don't paddle. think? No. No, it unless cool. you printed it blade <laughs> and um, shaft separately, and then you could reinforce the shaft with something inside of it. Huh. And then glue them together, yeah. Or heat meld them, whatever. I can't remember what they what they do. I don't. Yeah. I don't get into all that sort of stuff too much. Um, yeah. Could you print a girlfriend? Not a third time. <laughs> not a third time. <laughs> <laughs> they caught on to me. I can't they do that caught anymore. On. <laughs> I don't know. The guy four offices over has got a harem. <laughs> Oh, that's neat. So, so like a full size walk in, and you like what? What you you printed a Deadpool? Yeah. Like, what did you do with it? Uh, they passed him off to somebody. I don't know. It was a job. So that's we did. a lot. That's a lot of plastic that it would take, eh? Yeah, a lot of time too. Huh. And then you send it out, and somebody puts it all together properly, like sanding it and painting it and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, huh. yeah. There's a lot. Of, we've done a Stanley Cup. Um, oh wow! Blimps, you name it. Be... Yeah, huh. it's pretty cool That's stuff. Make another cup. I'd like one of those. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why are you a Leaf fan? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh! <laughs> Is that the only way you're getting one? <laughs> I saw me uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs jersey and the Stanley Cup practicing social distancing since 1967 or something like that (laughs) social distancing since 1967 Uh, (laughs) ouch Uh, what about you john what you been up to buddy well we are we're we have a safer in home order here oh yeah so but um, you're still able to get out and vote yeah, <laughs> don't even go there, my friend. <laughs> don't even go there. Um, yeah, we have the safer in home order. So, yeah, I mean, I've been to the grocery store, and then there's a, a wildlife area right near where I live that I can go out and take my walks. So went out and took a nice walk today and got some photos of some uh, trumpeter swans, which was cool. And, uh, you know, saw some – I mean – 
a lot of wildlife down there, a lot of deer, uh, a lot of different uh, waterfowl. So that is kind of uh, that and going to the grocery store become the highlights of my week. Excellent. You lead quite the wildlife there, John. Huh? Huh? You lead quite the wildlife. Hey, so I've got a question. So Trumpers Hmm? one, I've never seen nor have I ever heard one. So do they, like, what sound is, like, they're, are they named after what they sound like? Do they make a... Oddly enough, um, of all the waterfowl I saw down there today, I didn't hear them once. Oh, yeah? And I was, Have there was one pair that I photographed. No, I haven't. Huh. Um, they so were... I'm going to have to Google that. There were... I'm sorry? I'm going to have to Google that. Now I'm curious what yeah. they sound like. Yeah, no, there were there were a lot of sandhill cranes down there, and I got to watch actually one of them, uh, you know, when they danced during the mating uh, rituals, mm-hmm. and uh, so one of them was dancing today. So I got some footage of that too, awesome. which was kind of cool. Yeah, that's amazing. So yeah, so that was uh, was a good day. Was he right huh. in front of you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Not sure John. where you're going with that shot. <laughs> Looking good today. Yeah. <laughs> First human we've seen this year. Now, see, all our conservation areas and everything up here are closed. You are yeah, not allowed to go. Shut everything down. We are we're fortunate in that we're such a rural area. Um, down in the southern part of the state, uh, they closed most of the state parks and recreation areas because they would go out there and there were people. I saw some photos from down there. And there were dozens of cars and, you know, people were just kind of in line on the trail mm-hmm. and it's oh, like, wow. well, you know, and so, you know, people were upset about the shutdown. It's kind of like, what do you expect? I mean, there's, there's that many people you're, you've got more people gathered there now yeah, than what you do on a normal. A right. So, and I understand, you know, it's, it's frustrating for people down in that area. Um, you know, I do understand the frustration, but, you know, it's it's just the number of people. I mean, so up here we're lucky. Again, extremely rural area. So, you know, when I uh, went down there today, the only person I saw down there was one of the workers. And beyond that, I, you know, passed a few cars, but um, not not too many folks out there. So, you know, it's it's great for me going out and shooting wildlife photos, right? Yeah. 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 They, well, I guess like three weeks ago is when they shut everything down here because exactly what you said, like people were lined up out of the parking lots, down the roads, you know, they're, they're walking a kilometer just to get to the, the trailhead to stand in line with 50,000 other people using these trails. And it's like, you're supposed to be practicing social distancing and there's no way you are when you're that close. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, right? you know, the the other piece of that, and, and and again, I understand why people are upset, you know, because you, you get kind of stir crazy inside and everything. Yeah. The, the other piece of that, though, is, you know, if you have any elevation climb there or, or, you know, change and you're doing any climbing, then you're starting to breathe harder. Yeah. You know, and so, you, it, it, yeah, it, it, social distancing becomes a bigger issue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I saw something this week. Uh, there was a little health I think it was a Health Canada thing or something like that. And they were describing why it's not a good idea to be out jogging. Because I see a lot of people out there jogging. And they're saying, mm-hmm. because when you're passing somebody, you're breathing all this stuff out even more. And it's going yeah. farther because you're, you know, you're when you're breathing hard, right. you're pushing it that much 
more energy and it, it, the the particles that are going farther. So yeah, yeah. you're yeah. breathing and talking moistly. Yeah, moistly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just yeah. like to say here because actually we should have started the show with this little tidbit. Uh, just goes on with uh, from last week as well. We are practicing our social distancing here. I'm in the studio. Derek's at his house and in Bowmanville there. And John is like a few, few hundred kilometers away uh, down in Wisconsin. So we're all doing the Skype and whatnot calls. So there is a bit of drag and lag and, and audio uh, anomalies every now and then. So. <laughs> and you know what I miss the most? I miss all the road raging instances when I drive over to your house so I, we can record. <laughs> yeah, I bet you. You're going to have such a great time when you come back over here. <laughs> you haven't come across a road rager in like a month. <laughs> I know. I have not filled up my truck since March. Oh, I know. Like I, my mileage yeah. is amazing on this yeah. vehicle right now. <laughs> I'm like getting a thousand uh, kilometers I'm... for a, tra- a tank load, apparently. <laughs> yeah i know it's like I, I still have to drive into work once or twice a week but uh that's only a 10 minute drive so it's like i'm i'm saving so much on my gas bills <laughs> i've been banned yeah. from work so oh yes yes well you're watching there so well she's working right in well, the covid a... unit now yeah she's gone into the icu yeah, unit and uh but still doing and of doing. course you probably have freak shows that panic yeah. unduly well right. it's better to be safe than sorry no this is true this is true i'm not knocking i'm just saying some people i've got some people that panic unduly at work and it was <laughs> just before everything it was just before everything really came down and we were all at work and we had a meeting talking about everybody going to work from home and uh the smoker in the group coughed and one of the guys he, you could see him jump he staggered back, his eyes as big as pie plates, and I said to him, uh, I sh- that's a smoker's cough. <laughs> He's like, oh, well, I don't know what you're talking about. No, no, no I, I didn't jump. It's like, no, you jumped. Because <laughs> this will become a game now. Let's just go to places when you're standing in line and just go, <laughs> but you're that, a bad, you bad don't want to do that though that that's uh people get very upset about that yeah but they all run yeah. to their vehicle and i've just moved up 10 places at walmart <laughs> so <laughs> then you just let a, everybody's like, where'd everybody go <laughs> okay i'm at the door now <laughs> all right we could be having some fun with this fellas I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. So uh, when you arrive in hell. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> driving the bus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about a few things that have happened over the last little while. Jerry Vandiver had an online concert from his front porch. That was awesome. I enjoyed that. Yeah. It was. The, uh, I wish I could have heard it a little bit more clearly, but you know what? It's it's so nice when, and you see, I've seen this a lot lately, where uh, people who uh, artists who have concerts that are canceled because of this, they've they've had online concerts, and and uh, you saw Jerry Vandiver do it, and so he got together with uh, a few people that we know. So it was uh, Amberly Rosen, yes, Caitlin Evanson, yep. and Ashley Caudill. 
Yeah, so it's, it's and you can see that they're doing their their social distancing thing, and yeah. but it was a, it was a live Facebook live concert, and it was like it was ah this is awesome. We could you know this uh, nice little concert. You see that he's on his he's on his patio there on his lawn, and it was uh yeah. it was nice. It was really cool. I, like, I think I like when his his wife was um, filming it. I like when she turned the camera around, and you could see his neighbors. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So all the neighbors were out, you know, but they were all being safe and social distancing yeah. and everything. It was, you know, it was cool. It was, it was yeah. a, that was a neat thing that he did. Yeah. It was really neat. It was cool. Yeah. I think if I you like go it. to his Facebook page, uh, he's probably still got it up there that you can actually look at it because it stays up. You can right? still see it. Yeah. Yeah. It would still be there. Yeah. So that, that was pretty cool. Really enjoyed that. And, uh, you know what? It was like I say, everybody's sitting at home and they're looking for something different and, so yeah, we got mm-hmm. to see Jerry. They did some some country tunes and they did some of his paddling songs and stuff like that. And yeah. it's it's really cool because everybody's having conversations. There's a little chat bar on the side, and all the different yeah. people are saying, "Hey, how you doing? How you doing? How you like people that yeah?" You're... You see somebody drop in and somebody else joins the joins the party, and you can hey everybody, and this is so and so, and yeah, yeah. So it was it was really cool. That was really cool. So the social aspect of it. Hmm. Hmm. So this coming Saturday. April 18th, 7 p.m. Now, the 4th of April was supposed to be the, the uh, Ontario Backcountry Canoe Symposium, but it got cancelled, and uh, they decided we are going to do the same sort of thing. We'll do a virtual symposium. Uh, there is a link on our Paddling Adventures Radio Facebook page. There's a link on the Ontario Backcountry Canoe Symposium. It's a they have a, a, he, they've they've put together an events page that you can click yeah. on going interested whatever, uh, and it'll uh, link up to your page I guess when the time comes so you can click on it and, and watch it. And starting at 7 p.m. this Saturday, they are going to have sort of a truncated version of the symposium. Yes, an online canoe symposium. It's still going to be the, the, the five, uh, well, one, two, three, four, five, six, six people. Uh, yep. It's still going to be all the, the six people chit-chatting and giving their, their presentations, uh, just a bit shorter. And so seven, because this is usually like an all-day thing. Yes. Yeah. It's like, it's like seven hours long or six hours long. There's, you know, there's so many hours in the morning that everybody breaks for an hour lunch and then there's starts back at like one o'clock and then they go to like three. And yeah. So it's a, what is it? The speakers are usually up for about 45 minutes or something. Uh, 30, 35 minutes. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. And there's prizes yeah. in between. Yep. So it's, it's, it's going to be nice to actually still be able to experience it because it's, it's it was supposed to happen, I think, April 4th. Yeah. And uh, so we, I've, we've gone for the last quite a few years, and uh, so this year I was like, oh man, it's like it's a, it's usually a great time to get together with friends and see people you haven't seen all winter, and you know, touch base with people, and usually go down there and uh, down to Kitchener Waterloo and stay in a hotel, and it's a, it's a really nice gathering point to have all the people stop by and chat with us, and it's uh, unfortunately this year it just couldn't happen Mm -hmm. so now we get to still experience it online and uh, see all the speakers yeah so i'm 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 looking forward to it but i uh i'll have to i can't i don't i can't watch it live i'm uh i'm working nights this weekend so (laughs) (laughs) i'm not (laughs) 
So uh, yeah, I'm I'm working nights this weekend. I work 5:30 till 6 a.m. and uh, so I uh, I don't think they'll I don't think they'll I think they might frown me uh, streaming uh, the Kitty Symposium on a computer. Why? <laughs> yeah, they might frown on that. Yes, they might. <laughs> are you at, Are you actually at work? or Are you in your basement? No, no, I'm at work this weekend, so I'm uh, I'm I'm covering uh, I'm covering the uh, Outage Control Center at uh, at work. So it's uh, I'm actually in a with, with a group of people in a room type thing with uh, getting the unit back online. Are they paddlers? <laughs> no, potential <laughs> paddlers. Um, no, none of them are really. It's, no, they're they're all uh, they're all. You know, beer drinking, cigar, cigarette smoking, bunch of people type thing, right? Typical. You know, it's it's that. It, there's there's a slice of uh, slice of life at, in Ontario, and uh, unfortunately, I have to find people outside of work to do uh, paddling stuff with. Ah. you gonna watch it, John? Yes, I am. From the comfort mostly, of your own? so I can. Yes, yeah, and mostly, I just want to bother Scott Robinson from Man Camping, so. Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> I'll be about every other statement he makes. I'll be calling him out on that sidebar. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's he, he's been known to do that. So, hey, it's good for the goose, <laughs> yeah. good for the gander sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, he's a good guy. No, I'm looking forward to this. Um, should be a lot of fun. Yeah. So let's just go through the speakers here. Yes, um, let's do that. I like this one, Tori Baird. From Paddle Like a Girl. She's just start, started up this Paddle Like a Girl. And uh, I know Tracy's supposed to be heading in July. She's got a thing. She's basically taken women that have little to no experience paddling and canoe paddling yeah. and backcountry tripping and given them a weekend crash course on yeah. on how to do it. And Siobhan's Very supposed cool. to do the same thing. I don't know what date Siobhan's going to go, but she's uh, she's supposed to be set up like there. It's up in the air now, trying to figure out schedules again because yeah. everything got kind of changed and pushed off. But uh, yeah, Siobhan's supposed to do the same thing. Yeah, so, I think so. I think Siobhan's been talking to Tracy about it. Yeah, they're trying to figure out what weekend to go. The July weekend. Yeah, is that when they've decided? Yeah, I haven't talked to Siobhan about it in a while. Me neither. Yep. You haven't talked to your wife for months. <laughs> I haven't talked to her for months. <laughs> We're social distancing. <laughs> That's right. She's in Idaho. I, I, <laughs> I just wish she'd let me back in the house again. I know. It's so cold out here. <laughs> I'm calling you from my car. Uh, right. Anyway, Tori is going to be talking. She's got a short video trailer on her talk, The East Natashquan, uh, My First Remote Wilderness Canoe Trip. So she's going to do a little video uh, clip of her little trailer. I guess it's probably not the full uh, movie that she was going to show. Uh, so it's just probably a, like a, a shorter version of it. Uh, so that should be pretty cool. Brad and Leah of Explore the Backcountry, they're going to be talking about the Lost Canoe Route Initiative. Not sure what that's okay. about, but uh, anything with Lost Canoe Routes. Um, there's a lot of people over the last... I say six, seven years have been really getting into the lost canoe routes, uh, all all over like northern Ontario and stuff like that. And some of them you look at are are pretty cool. Uh, some of them you're looking at, and there's a reason they're lost is because there's no water there anymore. Um, yeah. But yeah, that should be pretty cool to to find out what that's all about. Scott of ManCamping.ca is going to be talking about Quetico. Uh, they went up there last summer. 
uh, and did a big Quetico trip. So I guess he's going to be ch- ch- chatting about uh, Quetico and paddling in Quetico Provincial Park, which will be awesome. Yeah. John of Backcountry Custom Canoes, he's going to be talking about how to fish from a canoe. Now, John does the um, uh, skin-on-frame canoes, and uh, I got to think he's going to be talking about uh, that, uh, fishing from a skin-on-frame canoe as well as other canoes. He's big into the trout fishing. I think you were supposed to head out with him, were you not, uh, Derek? I was. I was uh, yeah, I was supposed to go fishing. I was fishing weekend with him. We we're going to have a pig roast and all that stuff, but uh, unfortunately he got cancelled just because of all the stuff that's going on. But uh, yeah, that was uh, what it was supposed to be a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that's uh, eesh. a lot yeah. of, well, you know what though, and that's actually, I'm going to write this down because we'll be talking about this later. Fish stocks. Oh, yes. Um, and he's totally on top of that. He researches all that stuff. He he knows what lakes have been stocked and yeah, it's, yeah. So it's it's pretty cool. So I did a trip with him last fall, and we did. Uh, it was it was uh, like a learn to fish type thing because uh, I don't know how to fish. So I learned quite a few things from him. You don't know how to fish, or you don't know how to catch. <laughs> Anybody can fish. <laughs> I I know how to cast. No catch. I just don't know how to get, get the things to bite the hook. The things? Yeah, the, the, the tubes we of We call fish them fish. Meat. <laughs> the tubes of fish meat. The, tubes of, the small tubes of fish meat. Yes. <laughs> uh, and lastly, Kate Barrett will be talking about outdoor adventure and its effects on youths and teens, which is always a good thing because... We've, we've yeah. always talked about that and getting people out when they're young to experience outdoors and get them into the canoeing and the kayaking, paddling of any sort, just to get them outdoors is, is awesome. So I think it is. Yeah. Everybody... Rem- reminds me of a uh, cat Chicago outdoor or Chicago. What is that? Adventure therapy. Yeah. Chicago adventure therapy, getting kids out, getting them to, to do stuff. And it's usually so me I, that I, forgets I, the A. Say what? It's usually me that forgets what the A stands for. <laughs> you know what I mean, though. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah it's so definitely I'm, definitely I'm the same forward thing. To that talk. I assume it's going to be along the same lines. I would think so. Uh, yeah. Now all of this is going to be on Canoe Hound Adventures uh, channel. They're they're yep. linking up with uh, Dennis of Canoe Hound Adventures, and they're going to do it there because Tuesday nights Dennis does a a weekly show uh, live stream. And we, we were on that uh, two months ago, I think it was. It was just after Christmas, wasn't it? And um, yeah, it's a live stream thing, so people can, can watch it live. People are talking live. They can have little questions on the side, that sort of thing. So I got to think they're going to do the whole sort of uh, same um, setup as, as Dennis does with his regular weekly show. But this one will yeah. just be the Ontario Backcountry Canoe Symposium. So if you're looking for something to do Saturday night, because, you know, it's not like you're going out partying, <laughs> then get your snacks together, get your comfy seat together, get your beverages together. Make sure you've hooked your laptop or Xbox or whatever it is up to the big screen TV and sit down at 7 o'clock and... Uh, Tune in to the Ontario Backcountry Canoe Symposium online this week. Should be good. Yes, good. a good time will be had by all. 
a good time will definitely be had by all. So let's take a quick break here. And when we come back, we're going to talk about um, influences and summer camps. We'll be right back after this. Hey, this is Sean Rowley, and you're listening to Paddling Adventures Radio. To find out more about us, check out our website, paddlingadventuresradio.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Current and past episodes of our podcast can be downloaded or streamed from iTunes, Google Play, and the episode page of our website. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for the show, we would love to hear from you. So drop us a line on Facebook or our website. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the show. This portion of the show is brought to you by Algonquin Outfitters. Algonquin Outfitters, providing quality Algonquin Park backcountry adventures for the entire family since 1961. Whether you want to get on the water for a day or a week, the friendly staff at Algonquin Outfitters can help you out. Find them online at algonquinoutfitters.com or visit one of their 12 locations. Algonquin Outfitters, your outdoor adventure store, with locations in Algonquin Park, Muskoka, and Halliburton. Welcome back. So, John and Derek, let's let's talk about who influenced you to get outdoors on the water way, way back when, and who inspires you still to keep getting out there? You know, that's a good topic, but I sort of was wondering if we shouldn't talk about what Derek was sharing with us on the break first. (laughs) Oh, I think the word Derek (laughs) was looking for was detox. Yes, it is detox. Detoxing his armpits. Yes. (laughs) Thanks, John. I appreciate that. There are things that people don't need to know, but... We've we've talked a lot about, like, you know, hygiene in the backcountry and stuff. I was kind of wondering if if we just wanted to address the topic of hygiene during... (laughs) Isolations. Yeah, any, so, anything there, So me and my wife have been talking about this for the, for the past two weeks, and uh, she's not a fan, but um, I've been detoxing my armpits. <laughs> Derek's armpits so have I, gone to rehab. I infrequently go to work. I mostly work from home. And uh, so uh, along that vein, I haven't been using pit stick. I've just been like, Oh, I don't have to use that. I'm going to detox my armpits. <laughs> so, so, so right now all our so listeners I, are going, what the? What, what just happened? Where is this going? <laughs> there are things I that know. get talked about while the pause button is pushed. Yeah. yeah. So, so in your daily life, you, you, you move, you move your arms. And so I was getting these like, whiffs and wafts of like i've never smelled that in like 15 years <laughs> so since, since you were a said, Siobhan, tea, hormonal here. teenager <laughs> so i said siobhan come here what's this oh, and she's like what is wrong with you <laughs> so i've been detoxing my armpits because it's i don't know i, I always use pit stick but i'm working from home now so i don't have to Put on stick, right? You can just wake up in the morning, put some, well, I presume put some pants on. <laughs> so for always. all we know, John, for all we know, Derek is in his attic or his basement. We're not sure where he's recording from this week. Yep. St- 
stark naked and <laughs> smelling like a bum from under a bridge. Exactly. We don't know this. But the conversations that happened while we but were on arm, break. My armpits are so healthy now. Your armpits went to rehab and they're in the, currently in the middle of a detox. And we'll stop at we'll stop as we go down the body at the armpits. Because yeah, exactly. we just don't want no No, you don't want to know this. <laughs> you know, it's too, it's too bad we can't get like immediate feedback from listeners and say I know, you know like if this everybody is a live that's show, not like wearing pants music. right now. <laughs> if we went on to XM Radio and started doing our show there, we could do live stuff. See? Right? But we would get like nonstop calls from people. Yes, I am naked right now listening to you guys. <laughs> that's right. And I and don't it, know that I want so that. Good. <laughs> I'm not right. ready for that. Yeah. Here's the pictures. That. Let me prove yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's just some things I just don't need images yeah. of. And Derek sitting in his attic naked, stinky <laughs> armpits is one of those images that will never be burned from my mind. <laughs> I'm just happy that I could share that with our listeners. Yeah. Thanks, John. I appreciate you bringing it up. <laughs> Derek well was trying there. to figure out what the word, the D word was, and it was yeah. detox. Detox. And all yes. we could come up with was Derek has sent his armpits to rehab. <laughs> <laughs> because apparently Derek's armpits are addicted to pit stick. <laughs> <laughs> they are. Which isn't a bad thing, Derek. Right, yeah. Now you can go back to that before we come out next time. Yeah. Yeah, his family loves him right now. I know. <laughs> I, on the other and... hand, who get up in the morning and have a shower and use pit stick. <laughs> well, you know what? I think my body is appreciating me right now because, like, uh, nobody yeah, else he... is. <laughs> my family's not but my body is my... come over here give daddy a hug <laughs> no no <laughs> to stay healthy to stay healthy the oils need to stay on your body right so like I, I used to have a dandruff issue that's gone my hair is just greasy now <laughs> You're not helping yourself. <laughs> no. Just digging that hole deeper, man. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> Anyways, what were we talking about? You. <laughs> <laughs> and you just given us a new topic, too. <laughs> <clears throat> well, this show's just added another half hour on, so, <laughs> so Derek. <laughs> back on track here <laughs> so john as i yes. asked you before <laughs> yes <laughs> who <laughs> and apparently derek's not one of the ones that are influencing you and inspiring you now yes it's influencing I... me to stay far away oh. <laughs> let's talk about influencers yes. influences <laughs> who influenced you to get out there and who inspires you to keep getting out there you know, I think for a lot of people, I think, um, you know, you look at your parents, right? And in and, and my family, it was my father. My mother 
is not an outdoors person. She's happiest when she can sit at home and read and, you know, relax. Um, my father was, was a, a hunter and a fisherman. And so, you know, from the times I can remember, the earliest times I can remember, we would come up from our, uh, we lived down near uh, Beloit, Wisconsin and Rockton, Illinois. And earliest times I can remember were coming up here to pretty close to where I live now. And uh, we'd go out fishing and, and he would go hunting. And, and just being out in the woods was, you know, I think that was, that sort of started all of this. But he wasn't, uh, you know, we'd go out fishing, uh, you know, had a boat and trolling motor and etc. He wasn't a paddler. So that I picked up just years later. Um, uh, the lady I was dating had a, a tandem kayak, and we went out and went paddling. And it was like, this is pretty great. And that was basically for me, that was it. That was the one trip out, and uh, I was hooked. Okay. And Derek, what about you? Um, so I, when we discussed this earlier, I was, uh, I, I couldn't think of anything. I, uh, I, I paddled from a very young age. So, uh, when I, when I grew up in New Brunswick, I, I paddled, I remember being out in a canoe when I was like, uh, in elementary school in grade six, we, we did a summer thing and everybody paddled and we got to use canoes and whatever. And, and, uh, but there was no influencers like I uh, like I grew up in the age of no internet and uh, I never really got a, into the into the scene. I never really talked to people about it. I just I went out and camped. I just did it. I did mostly solo camping when I first moved to Ontario and I when I lived out in BC I did some kayaking and stuff like that because I was on the ocean and but I never had any influencers. It was just me getting out. But if I was to say I'm influenced by anything these days, it's um, I'm influenced by my family because I, I want to learn more. I want to know how to keep my family safe. I want to have as much experience as possible. So, you know, I take whitewater courses and this, that, the other thing, and just to be prepared to be on the water so that I can enhance the – I want to enhance the safety of my family – and as well as the their enjoyment, I I like to see the kids laugh and enjoy it. I would like my wife to enjoy camping. I I want my wife and family to keep camping with me. So the more safe and solid I am on the water, and mm -hmm. the better I can move with the canoe and kayak around, then the, my family will keep going out with me. So that's that's the only influence I could think of because honestly, like. Uh, well, me, Sean, me and you talked about this before. Uh, like, I there's certain people I had no clue they even existed, and uh, so when I started doing this podcast, it was like, uh, "Who's this guy you're talking about?" And you kind of got mad at me and gave me a DVD and says, "You gotta watch this." <laughs> See, this guy was Bill Mason, this guy yeah. was on it. Yeah, Bill Mason, National Film Board. I said, "Bill who?" And it was like it was like it was like we were like one year into the podcast, and I had no idea this this human existed, right? Mm -hmm. But so obviously my uh, the, my range of uh, knowledge of uh, the paddling community has expanded in the last four years just because of this podcast. But before that, it was uh, I was just getting out and and enjoying paddling and canoeing and and doing stuff. But 
like I do appreciate how much this podcast has brought the the breadth of knowledge the breadth of knowledge to an experience with with what I know about the backcountry and with what I know about paddling. So I don't know. It's a it's a strange thing. It's, it was uh, I've never really been influenced by anybody. It's just me trying to get out and do what I want to do. Well, see, and that's what I mean. When John first said, "Hey, let's let's do this this who influenced you and who inspires you" sort of thing, and I said, "You know, besides me," uh, and he goes, "Yeah." Uh, <laughs> growing up, it was just something we did. We yeah. were always outdoors, camping and fishing and all that. So, if anybody influenced me when I was a kid, it would be my parents. You know, we yeah. we do the family camping thing. Uh, my dad would take us out in the boat. We'd go fishing and stuff like that. Or we go, they, I remember the first time they brought canoes home and we went out in canoes for the first time and that sort of thing. And then, you know, like either we would be camping and my grandparents would show up or my grandparents would be, be camping and we'd go visit and we'd go out in the boat and we'd go fishing and stuff like that. And, you know, we just sort of kept it up from there. And then uh, when Tracy and I got together, I was looking at getting a nice big old boat sort of thing a big fishing boat to go out and you know tow behind the truck and we can go to all these lakes with a big motor on the back and all that and when you start pricing them out and all that well you end up with a canoe (laughs) (laughs) a really heavy cheap canoe uh and then yeah once we got into that it was it wasn't too hard just to you know what this is actually a lot of fun and I can get places that you're not getting to with right. a big boat. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Right. And yeah, so I mean, family was, 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 I guess, my influence in getting out there. Um, yes. Just because that's how we were brought up. And, and like I say, when, when John first thought of this, you know, brought this topic of discussion, I'm thinking, well, okay, I'm thinking Bill Mason or Kevin Callan or, you know, all these, all these big name people. Well, no, they didn't really influence me because I didn't know about them until afterwards. So yeah. now John, you, you who know, inspires you to keep going? Well, Kevin Callan inspires me and, and you know, if you, in a very specific way, because if you, I don't know if you can hear that, but that I is, that's how Kevin Callan inspired me because I never drank whiskey. Huh. And now because of Kevin Callan, I'm a hardcore alcoholic. <laughs> Way to go, Kevin. Attaboy. <laughs> I, you know, yeah, I've started drinking whiskey because, you know, peer pressure. You can, and, uh, uh, you can, you can hang out with uh, Derek's arm, armpits and rehab. <laughs> <laughs> no, <that's, laughs> actually, this is why I'm drinking whiskey. <laughs> He's I'm traumatized now. He's armpits. traumatized. <laughs> that's right. No, you know, I think, um, you know, it's funny, like, when I was, you know, Kind of looking at your notes and what we were talking about and currently i met a guy in where was it we were up in killarney it was one of the trips we had taken up to killarney and he was a an older canadian guy and just this really cool guy and he's been out you know paddling for years and he's sharing like just like little tips with us about you know stuff for racking your boats and and tie downs and you know just all these little things and and we're talking and he's like i still sleep right on the ground at you know what he was in his late 60s and you know i don't even use a pad you know and he was this just very cool hardcore guy 
And uh, yeah, I don't know if we even exchange names, you know, when you're just kind of sitting there talking when you're out in a place like that, right? Yeah. And just a cool guy, but it was those I, those little things where you're where you're talking with somebody and you know you'll have a conversation that at one of the you know like you go do a presentation you'll have a, a conversation with someone afterwards or whatever and I think that really you know that there's the love of it right mm-hmm. I mean just the love of being out and and doing that and and being outdoors um, but I think just the people that that will share little bits and pieces or you know, that find the same, that love the same things you do. And they get excited about, you know, these little things that, that, you know, other humans look at you and go like, huh, what? You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Now I never used a sleeping, I didn't even know sleeping pads existed uh, <laughs> until my early forties. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I'm, in the in the grand scheme of things, I'm pretty new to sleeping pads and thermo rests and all that. I always threw my my sleeping bag right on the floor of my tent, uh, and then one day I was on a canoe trip. I had gone down the stairs at home over one of our cats. Uh, oh, I could, okay. I could barely oh. walk. I ended up going to a chiropractor, straighten everything out for for quite the while. Um, but my lower back seemed to get affected by the cold. And I was on a canoe trip and I woke up one morning, it was, it was in October and my lower back was just like, I could barely, barely move. And I had to paddle and portage out that day. And uh, they were telling, oh, you got to get a sleeping pad and you're getting old and (laughs) yeah. And I, I went shopping for my very first thermo rest and was like, oh, where were these the last 30 years? <laughs> but yeah, like you said, the little tips and tricks and stuff. And yeah. I think that's partly, you know, what inspires me now is the paddling friends I've made over the years and yes. the online paddling community, hearing about other people's trips and adventures. And it really makes me want to keep going out and for my own adventures and stuff. Yeah. Um yeah, without meeting all the people. I mean, even like you guys and and as Derek says, this doing this this podcast has really put us in the touch with a whole wide range of people that are out there, mm-hmm. and they're they're what keep you going. Yes, absolutely. Like there's stuff that I would never have done before if it wasn't for the podcast. Like you know, like I did some mountain climbing and or some traversing of like the white mountains and whatever with uh, because of David, you know, David Lee and, and Grant Brower and people like that, right. They're, they're passionate yeah. with, uh, with, uh, with what they do. And, and one of the things that kind of popped into my mind while Sean was talking was uh, <clears throat> just talking about people that maybe have started to influence me is uh, like, the camping family, the Sontags, like, uh, now that I have kids, I'm, I, I, I do recall being very impressed with how they've, you know, got their kids out camping and, and, uh, and doing stuff into the backcountry and, and being part of the backcountry. And so I, I, I kind of lean on that a bit and I, I see that a bit and, and I want to introduce my kids in that fashion, right? My, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm at the starting end of my kids getting out camping and Sontags are at the, you know, their kids are actually out on their own now. Yeah. So it's, yeah. I, I, I do see that as an influence. I just, 
and now it is right but uh i i'm sort of uh i'm i'm like i said before i'm i'm late to the game i i i'm late to social media and stuff like that so things are changing right right and uh, i think social media has a has a huge change about how everything about every way that people kind of interact with uh with the world today like everybody you know they talk about instagram and all the damage that the potentially that's causing to the you know the got to get that picture with the sunflowers and whatever and <laughs> trampling the backcountry and and all the weird stuff that goes on so it's uh i try to avoid all the psychotic stuff but uh i do kind of uh lean on the fact that like people like the Sontags and how they have gone through life and introduced their children to appreciate the backcountry. Well, yeah. you de you definitely have to. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And you know, the other way to get your family out with you, right, Derek? What's keep that? Keep them going out? Wear deodorant? What's that? <laughs> With deodorant, yes. <laughs> I use deodorant in the backcountry. <laughs> do you really? It, well, I do. I do. Just because you're, it's hot, and uh, you're, I'm working hard. I do, you know, about sixty percent of the paddling, and I'm doing a lot of the work. And I try and do, you know, like a, a, I try to do as much as possible, or more than I should, than on portages, and which I'll have to cut back on because I'm like over fifty now. <laughs> last thing i want is my family to be piling rocks on my body because uh I had the big one on a portage and they have to go back and uh send somebody in for the body right so well, they don't have to <laughs> yeah. no they don't There's have no to. rule <laughs> a burlap bag and some rocks and yeah. sink you in that lake and yeah. you know that's winner a, winner fishy dinner that would be perfect for me. Uh, that that would be a, the perfect final resting place for me is some right. some yeah. inner lake in Algonquin Park. <laughs> yeah, buried dad at sea. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. You know, it, and the, you know, it's it's probably a dark topic given what's going on now. But you know, yeah. a lot of people, you have that thing of how do you want to go out if you if you had the choice, right? And and again, I know it's dark with what's going on, but we were in. Uh, we were in Denali National Park in Alaska, and there was a, a, a group from Germany that was there, and we were all back at Wonder Lake Campground, which is way back in. And then you just kind of do these day hikes out of there, you know, yeah. and you're bushwhacking. And and a uh, German group was walking up on a ridgeline, and one of their members had a heart attack and died. Oh, wow. And it was around the campfire that night. And, you, you know, you got people from all over. Um, a lot of different places and you're sitting around and, and, uh, you know, it, it just came down to, you know what? Yeah. That's the way I want to go. Right. <laughs> and that's, yeah. that's the way and, and that's how and where. And, and, uh, it was actually, it was kind of a positive thing that night because I think everyone appreciated, you know, the environment and, and just kind of made you think about what's going on. Mm -hmm. and uh right yeah like who wants to die on like a like a 401 series highway or 400 series highway or or an interstate it's like no i want to die in the back country right this yeah. is doing what you love right right exactly and and to be out someplace like that yeah yeah there are worse ways so to where go did this conversation go holy crap well, <laughs> wow. we've gone from your deodorant or lack thereof to death but it, that's probably more connected than what you think yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thanks. <laughs> so I, 
I gotta say, I'm a bit, I'm a bit, not shocked, but sh- I'll say shocked that there's no, no one like big name, big big name people inspire us all to keep going. No, it's self-inspired. Like yeah. I inspire yeah. myself. I, it's, it's what I want to do. It's where I want to be. It's, it's, you know, it's self challenges it's like how fast can i make it across this lake or how i want to improve my paddle strokes i want to learn a new paddle stroke it's i don't look outwards i always look inwards right mm-hmm. yeah you might want to look inwards and see where your money is to buy some deodorant so anyway <laughs> <laughs> i am saving lots of money i'm deodorant. saving tons of cash <laughs> I'm saving seven dollars every two months. Woo, baby! <laughs> Mama needs a new pair of shoes. <laughs> so moving <Anyway>. on. <laughs> so we've been. Everybody's trying. You know, I mean, you're just inundated with this virus thing everywhere you want to go. So I mean, there's yeah. no no getting over it. Right. Uh, when we're trying to come up with topics for the show, you're it's always there. And we're trying, yeah. we've been trying to avoid it because one of the things that I was thinking about was summer camps for kids. Oh, Because there's yeah. usually like a July intake and then an August intake. So mm-hmm. if, if camps are canceled this year, what are these kids going to miss out on? I know, right? So this is so much up in the air. This is, nobody really knows what's going to happen. So it's really hard to plan. And it's... Think of all the kids who who had some sort of, uh, you know, a Gonquin Park uh, summer camp or, you know, all, all the, think about uh, like Camp Pathfinder and mm-hmm. so on up in Algonquin. Like they have to be really kind of racking their brains. It's like, how, can we do this? Can we have a summer program? Is it safe to have a summer program? So all these kids who inner city kids and, you know, whatever, like they're, they want to get out and experience the outdoors, experience the backcountry, And it's like, is that going to happen? Yeah. Right. So, so th- that's a tough spot to be in. Yeah. And that's, that's a big thing. But so I was, I was just going along that lines of what if the majority of the paddling seasons canceled and basically how important is the paddling season to us? But I'm trying to think of, how can we put a positive spin on all of this? So what positives could we possibly take out of the paddling season being canceled? I'm saving money on pit stick. (laughs) (laughs) I saved $700 on pit stick. (laughs) You know, and... With me not wearing pants, our laundry bill has just dropped tremendously. <laughs> but no, it's, it's, it is a serious, like honestly, it's it's it is a serious concern. It is a, like what is the, like for me and my family, we I've I never fly south to beaches. I I mm-hmm. never get on a plane. My vacations are all camping vacations right so yeah. it's it's one of those things you're searching for the positives and for me it's like i'm i i this is a positive i totally appreciate teachers like i am <laughs> i am I, like just this morning i was working through some uh, french lessons with beckett and and uh, doing some math stuff with stella and it's it's 
tough to, uh, you really appreciate teachers. They have a job that's so tough. I could not be a teacher. I could not do it. And uh, so it was, it, honestly, it, it took a few hours to uh, try to work through the uh, French lesson with Beckett because he was like, he's like, you know, it's like it's the morning. He's like, he wants to watch cartoons and stuff, right? So th I think that's a bonus. I'm interacting more with the family and I'm learning more. I'm I'm learning French. Like, I guess <laughs> gone from I, an I A student through, to a C. I went through 12 <laughs> years of school and I never learned French. And now I'm learning French because I'm trying to teach Beckett French. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's that's a huge bonus. Right. You know, there, there's a great <laughs> quote from the Dalai Lama that and he says something about, um, you know, if you want to learn something, teach it because exactly. you have to really yes. understand it before you can yep. share that, you know. And yes. uh, I think that's yeah, that that comes into play. Yeah. Well, there was there was a meme that was going around when all this started. And said, there's a whole bunch of parents out there who are about to find out it's the kid not the teacher. <laughs> yes, yes. yes. I saw right. one similar. It was uh it was a parent just like what what is what is this difficulty and my kid is doing this and the teacher goes he's not like that in class. What mm. are you doing wrong? <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. As a former like, teacher, teachers have you know, it tough. I, yeah. I I appreciate a lot of those uh, memes, but I think it's you know, you look at a positive and I, I do hope you know, that people will take away how much good work teachers do for their kids, you mm -hmm. know, and I get, I know yes. a lot of people get that, but you know, and, and again, too, we're talking about the positives of the quarantine piece or, yeah. or shelter at home piece. Right. And, yeah. Let's, you know, let's take so, some positives from this. Right. Yes. There's gotta be positives. That's the only thing you can look forward to. Oh, right? I got a lot of positives. Yeah. Really? Tell us about them. Reconnect <laughs> with your family. Game that nights, movie nights, huge. Yeah. et cetera. There's a lot of that going on right now. Like you're seeing people are putting the creative side from a lot of people is really on TikTok and Facebook and all of that. Like the videos people are putting out and, and the, the challenges and stuff people are putting out there is like phenomenal. You know, like the, the cooking challenges and, and uh, whatnot, you know, people putting out. So yeah, we're cooking with the kids, and this is what we've made, and stuff like that. But even still, yep. like having a having a, a, a game night with the family, because where are you going? You're not going out. Yep. Mm -hmm. You know, Netflix. Everybody sits around and watches a, a TV show or binging. You know, you get you get your snacks going, your popcorn, whatever, some ordering ordering a pizza or Chinese food or whatever, and you're sitting in, and the whole family sitting there watching binge watching something on on Netflix. Well, speaking yeah. of ordering in pizza and ordering in Chinese, mm -hmm. if you have the ability, tip those people extra. Oh, yeah. If, you're not, I, if your job's that. not, you know what I mean? And this is and <laughs> not to you guys directly because I know, you know, Derek tips generously because, you know, that's who he is. Um, <laughs> because they got to come close to his house. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Danger pay. <laughs> They're like, is there a gas leak in this neighborhood? <laughs> nah, <it's> there. <laughs> but no, I just mean for for all of us, you know, when we um, let let your postal carriers know, let you know. I mean, it's they're doing a lot of work for all of us right now, and mm -hmm. and um, I think we need to, to recognize these people. So. Definitely. If you have the ability it's, it's right now to, to be in. yeah, yeah. So, 
they are essential essential workers exactly sure you know and we've we've got the we've we've been hearing it nonstop. it's about the the first responder responders the healthcare professionals and all that and tracy's a nurse and she's back in the icu doing shifts in the icu which is a covid unit and they've they've got a bunch of uh covid positive patients that are intubated and and she's dealing with them on a daily basis you know covering head to toe and all the gear and and whatnot and you know, we've we've had these conversations for the past twenty five plus years. You know, what if she brings something home? Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, and she stresses about that every single day now, going to work and yeah, coming yeah, home from work. Yeah. So yeah, those those kind of people that are dealing with these jobs, man, wouldn't want them. Wouldn't. Want no, them I know. I couldn't do it. No, nope. I couldn't do it at all. So the positive being that families are reconnecting via game nights, yep. movie nights, and all that sort of stuff. Uh, actually today I was up playing, uh, Xbox. Um, I made dinner, played some Xbox. Mackenzie's sitting there. He's on his laptop, uh, composing some new music. Uh, my daughter's sitting there and she's, um, she, oh, she's, she was putting the final touches on one of her, her big papers that were due for, for one of her university classes. 52 pages, 144 footnotes, blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, so, so yeah, you know, we're all sitting there and, and you know, chit-chatting a little bit and doing our own thing, but we're all we're all together. Yeah, parallel yes. play. Yeah. <laughs> uh, reading books about the outdoors. You know, if you're not getting out there, at least there's, there's a whole, everybody's got, oh, I've got to read that book. I've got to read that book. Or, yeah, I should really pick up that book and read it. Now's your chance to do that. I got a story for you there, Sean. Except Derek. So. Derek doesn't read. <laughs> Derek's so, book club. I, Welcome I to Derek's to book you know. club. So, a comic book doesn't so count. Siobhan is currently reading Lines on a Map. Oh, oh and she'll cool. tell you all about it. She, I told her that. I said, you need to give me the Coles notes on this book. I hope she tells you totally wrong. And, no, I, oh, God, that would be hilarious. So when you... When we interview, when we, we do that, uh, when we do that interview with him, we, she, I said, uh, Siobhan, you're going to have to uh, go to Sean's that night to uh, take part in that interview because you're the one that read the book, not me. <laughs> and with me is not Derek. <laughs> but yeah, everybody's always so got she, those, those book yeah. lists to read, right? So now's the time to, you're going to get that out of the way. Yep. Right? Get those books. Uh, I've been reading comics. Yeah, see? I have a whole series uh, of French uh, books. Vietnam comics that that my brother gave me, and uh, <laughs> so with the French books. But uh, I my, I bought a bunch of Vietnam. Uh, it was like the Nam or something. It was. A bunch I got of the complete series. On. Do you? Yeah. Do you have episode? Do you have eighteen? Because that, I'm missing that one. You're not borrowing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one of the one of the series I actually collected. I thought it would go longer, and it really didn't. Oh. Anyway. Awesome. <laughs> That's good to know. Yeah. Sean's got comic books from way back when. Um, yeah, they, oh, this 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 would be something. Building a cedar strip canoe in your garage. People, hey, you I know what? That. I've always wanted to build. Now's your chance to do it. <laughs> build that cedar. Because where are you going? Yeah, no exactly. Way. Take the positive. You've got the time to do it now. Do it. 
the resources though like you know what i've got a cedar stripper wrapped in uh, cellophane in my mother-in-law's basement i've got all the uh, i got the strong back i've got all the forms all set up but <laughs> I, I don't have time to do that still what well now you're a teacher so you know <laughs> i know i i'm teaching french but don't teachers get summers <laughs> off <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, I had to throw that that's in. That's another thing. I'm sure there's going to be summer school now. Well, that's that's a question, right? Yeah. In down here, there's you know, yeah. Is it will there be a summer school? Mm-hmm. There's got to be. There's got to be. To correct brain, to correct brains on all the things their parents taught all them the wrong. The kids will be so excited. The kids are going to go, "Oh, summer school! Let's that's do right. it!" The first <laughs> time in history, that, yeah, that they want to attend summer school. Yeah. What, yeah. what did you learn today? Well, I learned that my dad is stupid as a stick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he can't speak French. <laughs> <laughs> we asked him to speak French, and all he did was ho ho. <laughs> oh, I tell you, petit croissant. Uh, <laughs> he just uttered a whole bunch of French-sounding words in a funky accent. Well, that's my uh, that's my French common law. You, you, you talk to somebody like they're, uh, oh, mon petit croissant. Mais oui, ah oui, oui. You learned that from Big Bugs Bunny, Pepe Le Pew. Uh, another positive. You've got the time now to build yourself a canoe or kayak rack for your boats in your garage. I don't have room in my garage. Outside your garage. <laughs> build a covered one. You've got the time to do it now. I've been meaning to build a... Me and my neighbor, we, my neighbor has a canoe. I have a, a couple canoes, and I want to get rid of my storage unit. And uh, I keep talking to my neighbor. It's like, I'm going to build you a canoe rack. But let me tell you, it has to hold three canoes, yours and two of mine. <laughs> so, so I, and he's like, sure, you can build a canoe or build a canoe rack. And so, so I think, uh, I think that's going to happen this year. So I can get my storage in it. <laughs> tell you what, the, the one that I built, it was so easy. I mean, seriously, it took longer researching it than it did to build it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, it's just a PVC one and everything, but yeah, I mean, it's that's something that, you know, you can you can look at the designs online, figure out what works for you, and yeah, and that's that's a short project. You just need to get the materials right. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, exactly. Um, if you're if you're able to get the materials right, depending on where you're at, and yeah. Yeah, I think the Home Depots and that are still open here. Okay. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah. And dollar stores open. What's up with yeah, that? Yeah, I know. <laughs> apparently because i made that faux pas on facebook let me tell you <laughs> apparently dollar stores sell like everything under the sun yes including food, food you name it so they have food. no fresh food but they have like mr noodles and stuff yeah. like that so they're, they're considered noodles? a grocery Spam. store yeah is soups. mr noodles a real thing or did you just make that no, up no it's a real thing mr noodles is it oh, yeah. yeah mr noodles yeah, yeah. Just oh, yeah. they're they're the the hard noodles that you just add hot water, boiling water to, right? And yeah. a little packet of of spice flavoring. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you guys okay. gotta have Mister Noodles down there. We've, I've not seen Mister Noodles down here. So that's <laughs> it's like the cup of noodle thing. <laughs> yeah, no, I I know what you're saying. I just you know Mister Noodles is such a you know sounds like 
you know. Somebody made it up? Hot cuisine. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing but the best for you. (laughs) It must be a Canadian thing. I don't know. (laughs) I love my family. Nothing but the best for my family. Tonight, I'm serving them Mr. Noodle. It's a 25 cent supper. (laughs) 33 cents. (laughs) <laughs> i i saw them at the grocery store yesterday it was a it was a pack it was a case of 12 mr noodles for 350 yep that's was it the beef efficient. ones the beef, yeah, oh, the beef, chicken beef and vegetable chicken, both. and yeah. there's a szechuan <laughs> ask me how i know oh. ask me how i know <laughs> yeah nothing it's but the great best. for breakfast yeah yeah it makes a great breakfast Mm-mm. that's it now it does. Just add hot water. Yeah. And that's it. Some for my noodles, some for my coffee, and I'm out the door. Exactly. <laughs> oh. Backyard camping. There's a positive. Yes. And we yeah. have plans. I, I actually, at supper tonight, I was talking to the kids about that. And uh, I said, so, and Siobhan goes, well, we'll wait till it's warmer. <laughs> it's snowed today here. Anyways, uh. So, in the next week or two, I'm going to go camping in the backyard with the kids. Yeah. Um, so, Susan Shepard, she's already been out camping in her backyard. She, mm-hmm. uh, what, two weeks ago or something? Yeah, there's been a few people so, out there already. Yeah. It's like, like I'm missing all my spring camping, right? Because uh, I either have to go camping before all the flies hatch, or I have to wait till August. <laughs> <laughs> because I hate bugs, <laughs> so so I'm missing my pre uh, my pre fly hatch uh, camping, and so I'm gonna get the kids out. We're gonna gonna risk it and have a campfire and uh, see what the uh, local authorities think of that. But uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have a campfire and I'm gonna put the, set the tent up and I'm gonna sit around in like camp chairs and pretend that there's not a house behind us and yeah, I, it's gonna be great. And if you're yeah. if you're not sure if your kids are going to like camping, now's a perfect time to find out. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you're really close to the house. You can escape really quickly. Yeah. So anybody who doesn't do a lot of camping, <laughs> do in the backyard. It's like uh, safety is 50 feet away. Yeah. <laughs> and there's right. less chance of bears and so on eating you in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah, you're just going to get raccoons and squirrels yeah. and yeah. maybe the odd bum wandering through your yard. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So here's a couple of of really big positives. The fish stocks. Oh, there's all the people that are not out there doing the big spring fishing and everything. Yeah. So the fishing stocks, like all the fish and all that, are not taking that spring beating. Right. So there's fish stocks that's rebounding. There's uh, Mm -hmm. like uh, the climate change thing. It's like uh, you're talking like there's millions of cars not on the road right now. Right. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, the skies are clearing and I don't know, I heard somewheres from somewhere that, you know, there's dolphins swimming in the in the Venice Canal. That's not true. No, I'm yeah. sure it's yeah. not true, but because they're in Ottawa, in the, in the my canals, aunt or something said it. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, it is there is there there is less impact on on the the environment just yeah. because of less people out there, right? How much is so nature going to recover? Well, you know, I think you need at least a couple of years for nature to recover. No, no, from not like human you know, impact, not but fully uh, recover. But, but you yeah, got to think like exactly. the trails, the portages, like. 
all the all the things that are not being used so i've seen stuff like that on online it's uh so if there's uh roaming roaming packs of deer wandering through towns because nobody's on the streets and and uh you know it's just there there's all you know where you would not expect to see like a you know a flock of geese they're wandering around downtown because there's no traffic the people aren't out there right mm-hmm. so the the wildlife are like loving this i'm sure it's like all the interfering humans are not bugging them right yeah. So, uh, yeah, so you're, you're looking at all these hiking trails and conservation areas that get used a lot. Well, they're getting a big reprieve right now because, I mean, right now, there's been some really nice days. No one's yes. out there. Yeah. Right? So, you know, they're getting that nice, nice reprieve right now. So, so yeah, if you want to look at some positives of, of all of this, there are some positives for you. It's not all and you got the. You got to look at the positives. Yeah. yeah, it's not all doom and gloom. It's uh, there. There is positives out there that we there is stuff to look forward to, and mm-hmm. you know, it's like planning future trips. Like I'm, I, as you know, I was supposed to go camping in April this month, late like next week, and so that obviously that's canceled. So now I'm looking forward to planning trips in like June and July and August, and and I don't care about the bugs now. I just want to get out and sit around a campfire, sleep in a hammock, and it's uh, something to look forward to. It's like there's no, it's not all doom and gloom. There is a bright future ahead. Yeah. So anyway, I just wanted to throw some stuff out there. Like I say, there's a yes. lot of negativity, so let's find some of the the positive stuff. So exactly. Um. Other than that, I think that's all I've got this week. I think we've nailed it this week. John, you got anything? <laughs> I. You know, I don't. Um. Trying to think about the value of deodorant in the house mm-hmm. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> wearing deodorant would be a positive you know right showering <laughs> yeah shower you know washing so, your lady bits Derek <laughs> <laughs> oh god I'm you started so it John you're saving money thousands of dollars on pit stick <laughs> and soap and water <laughs> True story. <laughs> How I became a millionaire by Derek Specht. <laughs> I'm gonna shower every six months, whether I need it or not. That's right. My hey, look at that! It's according to my calendar. It's time for my yearly bath. <laughs> Beyond that, anyway, I got nothing. <laughs> Beyond that, that's about it, eh? I'm tapped in. Yeah. No, I just, you know, I, I, we, you know, you talk about it, look at the positives, the best we can do now. I think, you know, the biggest positive is by, by doing this, you know, we're all sacrificing and, you know, the biggest positive is that there are going to be a lot of people here in a couple of months that might not be here. Otherwise, you just can't argue with that logic, right? Yeah, exactly. It's the absolute best thing. Mm Mm-hmm. So, alrighty. Well, on that note, uh, if you want to find out more about us, you can check us out at paddlingadventuresradio.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And don't forget to check out the link on Facebook to the uh, Ontario Backcountry Canoe Symposium's online uh, symposium this this Saturday. Uh, You can listen to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Player FM, and all your favorite podcast downloading sites. 
You can check us out on the episode page at paddlingadventuresradio.com where you can listen to all 219 episodes. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your friends, family, share it on social media. You can even tell your grandma to listen because she's probably bored right now. <laughs> uh, I want to thank everybody for listening this week. John, thanks for coming on board again. Yeah, thank you. Derek, thanks for coming on board again. Absolutely. Next week, Remotely. make sure make sure that you are uh, um, showered next year. I can smell you from here. Hygienated. <laughs> See, that's a good thing about remote recording. You can't smell me. Smell a vision. <laughs> anyway, I want to thank everybody for listening this week. I'm Sean Rowley. And I'm Derek Spest. We'll see you next time. <laughs>